I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, it's the The One Show show. I'm John Holmes and this is part two of this week's edition, the last of 2018 and the last in the series, which will continue momentarily from exactly and precisely where part one stops. If you haven't heard part one of this ep, why not go back so that this part two makes sense? Please subscribe and rate and review too, because... It's Christmas, although a podcast is for life, of course. Please don't drown this podcast in a bag in the canal on Boxing Day. <laughs> Picking up exactly where we left off yesterday, this is the The One Show Show. My guests on the The One Show Show sofas this week from Top Flight Time Machine, Sam Delaney and Andy Dawson and Mark Haynes. <laughs> The episode with Samantha Bond and uh, Amanda Abingdon. Did you see? Did you see this one? This no. Was, okay. No. They they entered. You know what? You thought the snow was weird with Chris yeah. Evans. They entered uh, trumpeters. You know the royal courtiers with obviously fake trumpets and, and oh, banners yeah. and yeah. royal stuff just to get them into the studio. Yeah. I mean, it was so over the top. Mm. But again, I just accepted it because I what, mean, does anyone look at those bits and go, "That actually is made for a very special show"? Fucking just great. Put them on the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> put them on the fucking sofa let them wander in with no fanfare <laughs> no music do you know what I mean just like silence. all you can hear is their footsteps has no applause has all of the audience turn their backs on them <laughs> <laughs> like like they're here <laughs> there was a film in this one as well that was exact, almost exactly a year old and the reason we knew that is because last year the one show crew went to follow people who work on Christmas day um. and so it was all you know there was a midwife and they filmed her at home, sort of leaving, going, bye, to her family who didn't answer her. <laughs> she just, <laughs> she just, they'd obviously made her say, you know, something crazy. She said, don't forget to take the pigs in blankets round to grandma's. <laughs> Nothing from the rest of the house. She just thought, water. She's only got one house. Yeah. <laughs> with one level in it. Then they was, there was a taxi driver mm. who was jovial, ferrying people about. So the, the one show, and it was all these, a million people, the statistic work on Christmas Day. And then they went to an oil rig. But this is where my handbrake turn of the week came in, because because it wasn't in the show, it was in a film. Mm. So they were talking to uh, this taxi driver, and in the back of the cab was a dentist, okay, who was off for Christmas, but the, the taxi driver's crap chat was just, oh, dentist, I like dentists. And then the voiceover <laughs> went, although there's no drilling today for the dentist, 
out on the North Sea oil rigs. <laughs> and then it just got, got to this oil rig party where people who work in a massively dangerous environment over Christmas were all getting pissed on Peroni <laughs> in a canteen on an oil rig. It was spectacular. There are plenty of other passengers in need of a Christmas carriage. What do you do during the day? I'm a dentist. Are you? Um, yeah. Don't worry, I like dentists. <laughs> <laughs> Although there's no drilling today for this dentist, out on the North Sea there's plenty, as oil rig worker Luke Stoltman and his colleagues spent Christmas located 80 miles off Shetland. I, I, there is, again, that's like the entrances, isn't it? They're, they're sort of going, it's a dentist, oil, drill, <laughs> do the link. It's a link that no one at home will either think is clever yeah. or funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or pick up on, because you only see it for a matter of seconds. Yeah, and I'm shit. surprised they don't explain it like they did those other things in the VT. If we can just stop there. <laughs> the reason we've done this, just to be clear. <laughs> just to make it they obvious. are very different types of drill, yeah. but yeah. they do share in common the word drill. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and in many ways the function is similar. Um, it, I just wanted to mention something in this episode. This was Tuesdays because there was a there was just an awful thing that happened. So um, they, they you remember a while ago they did a film about these ticket resale websites. Yeah. Okay. So the the the, the, the baddie of the bunch is Via Gogo, I think, mm. who didn't turn up for their parliamentary select committee hearing, and the one show reported on it. Follow up film. Um, and a guy had bought some tickets to see the specials, all right? And he'd paid over the odds for them, and he'd tried to get a refund from the company and couldn't. He talked about this and how much money he'd lost and everything else. And he'd managed to buy some other tickets uh, because they'd been told by the venue that the tickets he'd bought originally weren't valid. Right. So he'd been ripped off and he couldn't get his money back. So he bought some proper ones, uh, loads, of, more, loads of money, but at least they were proper tickets. And then they said, well, we, we've uh, got a little surprise for you. On the presenter's phone was a video of Horace from the specials. Right? <laughs> Horace Panther. Right? Uh, Why must the kids fight among themselves? <laughs> yes, that's right. It's me, Horace from the specials. <laughs> and, he, and they, said, um, they said, well, we look forward to, said Horace, we look forward to seeing you down the front. And I was like, that's, that's it? No. Have some free ticket. <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll give you the money. No backstage yeah. pass. Go, no no meet the specials. No. This makes we look forward worse. to seeing you down the front. In the audience. We're, and you'll have to make your own way down yeah. there. So I've got a little surprise for him. There's someone who wants to see you down the very front, right? Richard, it's uh, Horace from the specials. Um, really bummed that you've had all this with the um, tickets. But um, hey, looking forward to seeing you in, uh, in Brixton. I'll be the one standing next to the drummer. Fantastic. <laughs> Amazing. Brilliant. Ah, that was a nice surprise for him, Lovely. wasn't it? The least you could have done is give the guy some free tickets. I know. Or a backstage pass. And it cuts back to the studio and it goes, oh, what a nice surprise. Oh. Well, really? No. Oh, really? It could have been much nicer. Horace, Come on, Jimmy, Jim will fix it, fix it, ever. <laughs> Do you want to end it, Horace, by saying, you know, so that's something specials that we've done <laughs> great I don't want to say that no oh. okay um, let's think just think if, I hope you turn up so it won't be a ghost town yeah. no I'm not going to say that haunted, haunted, by, haunted by dead children yeah. I, I've got a message for you Andrew uh, yeah, even that would have been no fine. I'm not prepared to Nothing. say any of these things no. okay well in that case just say what feels right alright look forward to seeing you at the front bye <laughs> this episode uh, Alex kept losing her voice as well yeah. Uh, that sort of got progressively over the week uh, Wednesday. She yeah, that was problem. quite. I found that quite erotic. Did you? Welcome to the last Wednesday one show before Christmas. 
And with Alex Jones, and we are in a celebratory mood. Indeed. It was like she was really struggling. <laughs> Not that I find a, a woman struggling a turn off. Hear the sound of a backpedalling man. Uh, what I mean is, she was just husky, wasn't she? She was very husky. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We actually we had a, a Christmas miracle, didn't we? What? With Alex Jones. Oh, we did have a Christmas miracle. We haven't talked about this, have no, we? No, we've held it back solely because it yeah. seems like a special show because yeah. it's Christmassy. Uh, but we, uh, better than a virgin birth, we managed to uh, get contact with Alex Jones Ooh. regarding this show. We did. Oh, regarding this podcast. So uh, uh, a man uh, messaged me on Twitter. He wor- I think he works for the BBC or whatever because he, he messaged me and he said, I just thought you'd need to know this. I was in a lift with Alex Jones from The One Show. At the BBC, mm. and the lift journey was was too long, and and it was <laughs> awkward. But I'm a big fan of the podcast, and it said so. I had to ask her, so I, I if just... she if she knew of it, and I asked, I said, thought I'd make things more awkward. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do you know of of the podcast called the The One Show Show? And apparently, she just said, "Oh yes, I do. It's hilarious." Oh, <laughs> so that's fantastic. she could be listening to all of your swearing today, Sam, and getting that's off. All on right, it. She, yeah, she won't mind that at all. I wouldn't imagine, <laughs> and I also backpedaled successfully. Yes, I yeah, you're right. I imagine if you ask Matt Baker if he enjoys this, he'll yeah. say, no, they're fucking cops. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> uh, I'm more and more convinced that there's one really negative thing written on uh, iTunes about this show. Uh, a one-star thing. And the language is exactly how I imagine Matt Baker would write an iTunes <laughs> review. They're not talented. They're not fun. What have they ever done in their lives? I was a gymnast. Oh, yeah, by the way, they made mention of gymnast. Is this just a thing? Because I didn't know he was a gymnast. He's the voice well, of there's BBC's something you've learned gymnastics. This week, they, yeah, but he was a, a teen gymnast. <laughs> Another one to add to that Matt BBC. Baker, teen gymnast. <laughs> <laughs> on to add to the Fair. Scouts Houseboat yeah. DJ Team Gymnast Fair girls are saying well I have Team Gymnast everywhere I go and Chris you're very involved in some vague sense uh, in a mysterious sense in the Team Gymnast world aren't you yeah I've got a badge here. I've got a badge here. Wait, wait, wait a minute I've got a badge here. if Chris Evans's badge had been one that just said boob inspector <laughs> Oh, sorry, wrong badge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen one of those badges for years, but they used to be all around. Boobies better. Be what, no- from the midwife society or something? <laughs> These are just ones the kids would wear, and they'd have like a thing, and they'd flash it on the inside, and they'd go, "All right, girls, I'm a boob inspector." <laughs> like it was I'm official. Oh my god! Oh, uh, Mondays epic. Did anyone see Mondays with Jimmy Carr? No, sorry, no. Uh, I, no, I saw a bit of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, the, who was the who was on with Jimmy Carr? Uh, it was Jimmy Carr, and he, this was with it was an actress who is in a new drama about slavery. And you know, uh, I think we mentioned this on last week's show when two people who've got radically opposing things to plug are on the sofa, mm-hmm. and it's always a bit awkward. Yeah, and, if, great, yeah. and and this was uh, Sharon Duncan Brewster. Her name is. She's in a, a slavery drama for BBC Two, yeah. harrowing about the history of UK slavery and and, and the role you know that played. Um, we played in that as a country and she got really nervous she tried to explain it mm. but she got dry she got the dry mouth yeah. uh, and she just <laughs> genuinely she just went it's, oh, I really tried, it's really weird being on live television I don't you know I'm, oh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm really struggling Matt and Alex did fuck all to hell yeah. <laughs> and, and well, Jimmy Carr sh- shape up because <laughs> we haven't got you were told what was going to happen so I've Jimmy, got no sympathy Jimmy Carr who'd been you know being <laughs> Jimmy Carr about everything with jokes that are quite near the you yeah, know in, just, in, yeah, and, yeah. and then 
and then, little bit cut and then all of a sudden yeah. this was talking about slavery and you could see him straining at the bit <laughs> <laughs> it was like, but then he stepped in and helped her out oh, by, by, by nice. doing that distraction thing of just going to well you know it's an amazing story this isn't it and it, and it sort of relaxed her yeah. and he, he, he did took all. all the present oh, duties like, of the shop yeah. there you go yeah we followed July moving from her childhood all the way through her life and what happens is you see the truth, the reality of what it is to be a house, a house slave and also a field slave and working with the British colonial... I'm, I'm, my, my, my mouth is just gone. Mm. This well, is so weird mm, being on live television. It's a really interesting thing, though, isn't it? Because it's like it's an untold story. It's like you always think, like, when you see films about slavery, it tends to focus on America. And yes. people yes. don't talk about the British involvement in it. Absolutely. And how, because we gave it up, you know, 50 years before America, yeah. Yeah. it's like there's no blood on our hands. It's, it's extraordinary. Yeah. I mean, even that clip, it's like, it's a heartbreaking thing to even says, t- to think about. It definitely is. I mean, the abolition of slavery was in, in 1833. And we, mm-hmm. we, but it was... Um, how nice to see a middle-class white man speaking for a young black woman. Yeah. <laughs> How nice for that voice to be the one that talks over yeah. hers. Yeah, he did tell her he was a boob inspector. Rich for his bud. Chitty what? Chitty Bang Bang was in this one as well. And the way they introduced it, they said we've got two spe- cars that make distinctive sounds on the show today. Oh. Uh, one Chitty Chitty Bang Bang going... Pff, 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 and then the other one, Jimmy Cargan, ha 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 ha, that laugh he yeah. does. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was it. Now, tonight we are featuring two of the country's most famous cars. We everybody. are. Now, both of them can be identified by the unique sounds they make. Yeah. One of them, well, sounds a bit like this. Yeah. yeah. And the other one sounds a bit like this. <laughs> so They have a thing with comics where they go, he'll, he'll be something funny. Yeah. Let's pick on the one thing that people who are dickheads on Twitter pick up on those comics. Yeah, and yeah. they did it with Dara O'Brien with going air, and they did. They made Dara O'Brien in a tiny little like inset photo. Listen yeah. to two minutes of just him going air, air, air. <laughs> <laughs> and he going, "You fuck, you stitch me right up." Well, we would like to say that uh, Dara here is killer, no filler, but this suggests otherwise. Look at this. <laughs> yeah, it's such a route one. Mm. If I said to my dad, what, think of something funny to say, Jimmy Carr, he'd go, what's wrong with your fucking laugh? You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's who's booking the one show. But that ended that show with a bit of CGI yeah. magic. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. They ended it just with a shot of, of BBC Broadcasting House and the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang car taking off oh. and flying towards oh, him. No. But they'd basically done it by cutting out a picture of the West End Chitty Chitty Bang Bang poster and it just got bigger. <laughs> so it was the sort of thing that you would do on your first attempt at going, how do I do CGI? <laughs> and that came out on the prime time BBC phone ups that do that better. Oh, yeah. by a long yeah, yeah. hauling. Again, one of those things that you look at and you go, it would have been more impressive if you hadn't done that because doing it made you look really yeah. fucking basic. But here's the weird thing. At the beginning of this show, there was a whole Chitty Chitty Bang Bang film with Giles Brandreth driving a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang car. Right? To heaven. Uh, <laughs> as he likes to do. He's, he's dead. You've well. got to watch the clips he's done on that oh, where he God. talks to elderly women about what they hope to see in heaven. Oh, so he's done God. it with June Whitfield and Baroness Trumpington. Oh, and Baroness Trumpington died dead? two <laughs> weeks after it. Oh. And it opens with him going, so Baroness 
Baroness Trumpington, you're in heaven. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Except you are now. <laughs> but he was it. They, they shot this, and it was a good film. So he was driving around, and then they did the whole Chitty Chitty Bang Bang song filmed around the country with... Uh, it was a bit like, you know, in um, Monty Python's Meaning of Life, the whole mm. sperm is sacred. Yeah. Yeah. You know, streets full of people. Yeah. They did that but with yeah. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang in and shops, hairdressers, dentists, everywhere around the country. Mm. And it was really good. That funny noise she's making, she's talking. All engines talk to you, especially when you get to know them. And I'm on a phantasmagorical journey to do just that. And they, they put money in there because they flew the car mm. and they got a drone shot to make it look like the car was looking down and all this kind of stuff. And and I was really impressed with it. And it came together really well and they would, uh, guests who'd been on the one show had joined in so they'd filmed it across the year and all this. And it was a really good bit Why? of... Why? I don't know. <laughs> Hi guys, Sanjelo Sipafimu here, telling you to please listen to the Brian and Roger podcast. Now, I don't know who's written it, but whoever it is, is probably a genius. So I think you should give it a listen, because it's such great stuff. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, I'm Julia Rayside, and I'd like to invite you aboard my podcast. Always There is the only podcast to navigate through every single episode in order of the 1980s seafaring soap opera, Howard's Way. You don't have to love Howard's Way or even remember it. We're going to talk about it anyway, because I think it's brilliant. Somebody's nicked my bloody boat. <laughs> well, the, the way in was, it's it's 50 years since the film, but a couple were on the show that Jimmy Carr had to talk to as well. They The, the bloke had built a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang as a present for his wife. <laughs> and they'd driven, driven to Australia from Britain in it. <laughs> oh, 
everything now. <laughs> this is the British people, isn't oh, it? No. Yeah. In all their glory. Yeah. Building what? their own fictional car yeah. and then driving Drive in. from Britain to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> as far away from your house as possible. With the ideas meetings behind the scenes at the one show, which is something I'm sure you've speculated about a lot before, is like, who's involved and what are the parameters? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's not topical or anything. So no. they go, so the, the boss says, right, everyone gather on a daily basis and, and bring your ideas mm. and anyone can bring anything and someone just goes what about something on Chitty Chitty Bang Bang <laughs> <laughs> and they just go yeah great do some more digging on that next idea Eric Bristol yeah, <laughs> yeah. perfect yeah. the Smurfs yeah. yes no not so much the Smurfs they're not British for one thing Dr Snuggles yes yeah. <laughs> corn beef <laughs> oh very much so people <laughs> who get I think too hot yes to everything <laughs> well another successful meeting all go on your merry way and here is a budget of £1 million for each of your stories. Because remember, even if there is no story, as long as you have loads and loads of unnecessary production value, no one will notice. <laughs> <laughs> that is the essence of it, isn't it? it is From exactly the right. entrance to the fucking like drone shots and all that other shit, it's like nothing is happening, yeah. but we will distract the elderly people watching with all sorts of hoopla. <laughs> it looks and like And hopefully TV. we'll get to the end without anyone noticing. <laughs> That's it. It's Alan Carr with no guests. Because even at the beginning, when they had Chris Evans and Bear Grylls sat there, I thought there was a reason. But there wasn't. Like, they came on and I thought, they're either there for a reason, like maybe they're promoting something or something like that, or it must start with something where there's a regular item, or at least an interview. But they literally just had an awkward sort of, like, quite a prolonged exchange of small talk with each other. Yeah. And they said, anyway, the NHS... That's well, good. Evans was there to to sort of do a PowerPoint presentation on quarters one through four yeah. next year yeah. in Chris Evans Inc. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know why Grills was there. I've got I've got a thing about Bear Grills that really sticks in my craw and I can't get past it. I read an interview with him a few years ago and he, he said, uh, "I never call it an alarm clock because I figure that's negative. I call it." An opportunity call. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, there, there was a bit on this show as well about Advent running. Did you see that? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck it. Which, which yeah. was all about people who go, oh, I actually spent December yeah. getting up at 5.30 and doing a bloody jog. Yeah. I mean, at one point they were like, oh, we write a poem to inspire other people on Facebook to do this. These people are oh, fucking fuck lunatics. Lunatics. Yeah. I saw a woman on Christmas Day last year at eight in the morning jogging down my high street you know take a fucking day off yeah Yeah. and and it was an advent thing as well so each behind each door he had a different jogger and the opening of the doors just drove me to sweets (laughs) 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 it didn't didn't make me want to go out and jog or anything like that someone was saying oh I had two and a half hours sleep last night but I got up because I need to do my run before going into work at 5.30. That's your fucking problem, mate. This is not a life. <laughs> yeah. This is not a, There was a really good Glenn Moore gag on Twitter the other day where he was saying, if I was a billionaire, the first thing I'd be doing in all my interviews is telling all my potential rivals the secret of success is getting up at 4am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. it really felt like that to me, where these people were like, oh, this is so awful, but what I'm going to be doing about it is being slightly passag virtuous yeah. to you because I'm actually suffering and you're just yeah, sitting yeah. there like a big fucking fat... <laughs> just a disgusting sack of fucking shit. <laughs> and I, I, I just thought, uh, for all of them, I thought, I just hope 
on Christmas morning, you you have a massive heart attack. <laughs> All of you. What a cheery... That's, that's what you deserve. Lovely Christmas. <laughs> Giles, Giles Brandreth's heaven oh, with yeah. Huxley the ghost baby. Right. That's where you need to belong. <laughs> my, my golden moment of the of Wednesday's show, was it Wednesday or Thursdays? Wednesday. No, Wednesday, yeah. The Evans one. was um, They were talking to Chris about his life, and he just said something like... Um, Life is sweet, touch wood, tapped his head, and he's, uh, he's talking about going with the flow and all this kind of thing, and he's talking about the Radio 2 breakfast show, you're just a steward of it, and all this bullshit, and then about two minutes later, a cut with VT about um, the hampers in Liverpool being mm. given out to people that have literally yeah. got less than nothing, yeah. and I thought, how are we going to come out of this? And then go back to Evans and Grills on the sofa, two of the most overprivileged, mm. pampered men yeah. alive today. But they just didn't. They just went straight into the next feature. Yeah. There was no comment at all from Chris Evans or Bear Grills on yeah, what they'd just seen. Yeah, the best. He would have fucking started fishing around for, for a, a badge. badge. <laughs> he, also, uh, he also scared the shit out of Matt and Alex at this point as well. Did you notice that? When you, you, when you, as you said, he said, uh, you, just, you're not, you never own the show. The yeah. show exists and you're yeah. the steward of it. And then he, he looked at Alex and Matt and just went, you know, like you with this show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They both oh. power play. Oh, yeah. was that power play? And she really went. I'm not ready to quit it yet. Oh, no. oh. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You're oh, you're really did, owning that. Did Evan just touch his tummy? Went, yeah, maternity leave. coming. <laughs> 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 yeah, he was properly in charge, wasn't he? Of that? Yeah, I found that a really, really uncomfortable show. It was just, yeah, it was bitty. It was weird. It, it was all dragged out because it had to be an hour. Yeah, there wasn't. There that. was a ghost baby. <laughs> always makes things, it, it, you know, on balance. It will always make things more uncomfortable. Yeah. Sort of My limited broadcast experience is the moment you get a ghost baby involved, <laughs> it puts everyone on edge. Not just those in front of camera, but those behind camera as well. And there's just a tension in the room because you don't know if it might turn. <laughs> they do turn. Like, don't they? like, like that, the, the librarian and Ghostbusters. Exactly. We've like seen that, it time and time like again. One minute, then all of a sudden it's screaming yeah. and like charging towards you with its jaws wide open. <laughs> it's baby jaws. Like, like Chucky the doll. Yeah. <laughs> the weird bit with Chris Evans and his belt. Another oh. bit of I yeah. used to own this. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. he said to Matt... You let, earlier you lent me your belt and then, uh, we didn't know why they didn't explain it mm. and then he said or oh, maybe it was my belt yeah. meaning my stuff's still here yeah. so like, oh, my, my anal glands have sprayed musk on <laughs> yeah. these sofas yeah. <laughs> and then my he, sofa he was a bit like when a fifth year has left but then he comes back <laughs> yeah. and he's hanging around he's smoking fags and driving yeah. a Cortina yeah. and he like just hangs around outside the gates and was like alright dickheads <laughs> still going to school are you <laughs> I'm not I've got a job on a bird and a car <laughs> Still doing the fucking one yeah. show, then I am. Oh, let me guess. What have we just had? Geography, was it? Yeah. Well, Mr. Perkins. <laughs> How's that old fucker? What's that? Like, fuck you, you just did a VT about badgers. Have you done yeah. that? Yeah, yeah I right. remember Not that. I'm off, oh, to work, I'm off to work for Virgin, which is commercial yeah. free. Man. <laughs> <laughs> See, Alex, yeah? I used to do it with her. <laughs> Present the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, maybe I didn't do it with her. She was mine before she was yours. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> maybe that's how I lost my belt. Yeah, but Matt Baker hasn't got a cock, has he? No. There is no way that man's got any genitals. That is just smooth all the way around. Very that's why I was so good at gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing to get in the way. I yeah. was made smooth by the power of prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I prayed my cock away. <laughs> 
and the next thing you know, I, I was district champ at the old uh, <laughs> on the horse. Those scouts are safe with me. <laughs> I've got a badge somewhere. <laughs> oh. Any other business? Well, uh, before well, we I, just bring briefly, these proceedings I to a Bear Grylls looked completely confused when they asked him about his thoughts on the NHS because you're looking at him there, some fucking toff who goes to some sort of royal satanic hospital <laughs> like for any procedure he's ever required and they go right the NHS is great isn't it yeah yes <laughs> you Chris Evans do you like the NHS yes I love the NHS I've got a badge and finally you Bear Grylls say something about the NHS and he looks straight through her like I've no idea what you're talking about I don't know what the NHS is but Tory and I went and eaten yeah exactly like yeah alright whatever <laughs> he really he sort of just bl- I can't remember what he said but he blagged something he had no link to the NHS he'd never used the NHS he, hate, he wasn't sure what it was but if he did if someone told him he'd find it deplorable yeah and so he just sort of like shrugged and mumbled something you know god bless the nhs yeah absolutely Mm. absolutely yeah and you've been in and out of hospital you're a fair few times yourself there as far as you i have i think i think you know i've definitely learned from traveling around the world you suddenly realize how lucky we are you know listen nothing's perfect and but especially in america yeah i do so much of my work and people go what you have free health yeah Yeah, they can't believe it. So we've got a lot to be grateful for. for your, yeah. yeah. He probably thinks of being treated for illnesses as a weakness. Yeah, he probably says, I've, I've, never, had to, I've, I've never had to use the NHS because I treat myself for everything. I'm self-healing. Yeah. <laughs> I just sew myself up like in first blood. <laughs> Speaking of piss, there was an interesting discussion of Mel B's yeah. urine. Uh, here Belt Bear Grylls had no recollection of whatsoever yeah <laughs> and it was a classic thing where the researcher has told Alex and Matt a story of Bear Grylls's and they tried to drag it out of him but don't brief him yeah and she said well tell us about the, tell us about the Mel B uh, and she actually said tell us your anecdote <laughs> <laughs> amazing <laughs> no, tell us your anecdote about Mel B and he went which what what do you mean what you and you know Ooh. with the, with the, um, with the, je- the jellyfish <laughs> And he went, oh, uh, oh, yeah. and you could see him, you could see him sort of go, is this suitable for this time slot? I don't yeah. know. You know, because it's actually... I'm so sure I pissed on Mel B. <laughs> it, was, it, it turned out it was the other way around. Oh, oh, right. oh, oh different story. Yeah. <laughs> that was the rap part. Oh, hang on a minute. We were actually, there was something else. She's got a finger in her ear, Alex Jones. Sorry. No, there was another story you said. <laughs> oh, no, 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 she pissed on me, so she pissed on me. Yes. Sorry, she pissed on me. Uh, if, ever, if ever you get to be a guest on The One Show, when they bring that up and they say, tell us your anecdote about whatever it is, you have to just respond, fucked him. <laughs> so tell us your anecdote about Clement Alley, fucked him. <laughs> All the holes. Oh, any other business, Andy? No, or are you, are you spent? I'm, it was nice to see Gareth Southgate going head first down a rock <laughs> briefly <laughs> clip from a TV show that's going to be on tonight but, um, but again it was like that thing you know Bear, Bear Grylls took Gareth Southgate Bear Grylls took Gareth Southgate out into the wilds and made him make crawl forwards down a rock <laughs> but it's, it's, it's all that stuff it's like I'm a celebrity safety's everything yeah. and it's just wanky grandstanding isn't it basically yeah, yeah. fuck that the partridgeism of let's take the England manager and make him walk face down a rock yeah. at Christmas yeah, yeah. again, again it just only unbelief. makes you think of the ideas meeting yeah <laughs> and someone who's signing it off I thought we could do something with Gareth Southgate because he was popular this year maybe we get Bear Grylls to make him slide down a rock on his front yes yeah. <laughs> do it yeah <laughs> what are you still standing here for go get him I tell you what I've noticed recently and this is a, just just to think I think it's it's been obviously a shift in the last year nobody famous 
is making these little videos anymore. Mm. So it used to be, even six months ago, you'd have a TV presenter would go out and do one of these things. Now it's just this small little group of people who have been on one series or something on Channel 4 mm. who they've taken into the family. And I really like that. There's no point paying yeah. money for someone to host something about Kudos Panto when you can just get a woman who used to be on Gardener's World to go and do it and yeah. she does a perfectly service. And they're more job. interesting as well. Yeah. I'd, 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 I'd never seen her before and I thought that's an interesting person to have on TV yeah. she doesn't look like the sort of person who usually pops up but she seems quite a laugh the funny yeah. thing about the one show is apart from the two presenters the actual people who do all the VTs they look like normal people that mm. you see around yeah. you in your that, normal life well, that was life. obviously a big they, they obviously had some sort of editorial decision there because it makes more sense doesn't it yeah yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think you know. Yeah. Again, you forget how few pe- few people on television are actually like real people. Does anyone uh, just lo- my last question to you two guys is: mm. Who loves the One Show? Is it a show that anyone out there says my favourite program is the One Show? No, no, no. The closest no we had love for it. The closest we had um, was Helen Monks, the actress, last mm. uh, week on who mm. did the podcast. She genuinely has it on in the background while, in her words, chopping onions, mm. and quite likes <laughs> its warm it's vibe yeah. that it gives out because she, you know, because it travels around the country and gives you an insight into lives. I think oh, that's yeah. When, when they first started it, yeah. <laughs> when they first started it, they wanted it to be like Pebble Mill, yeah. yeah. And we remember yeah. Pebble Mill, and mm. we remember watching Pebble Mill when we were younger and being bored shitless. Apart part. from the Paul Shane bit, <laughs> yeah. Occasionally, mm. you for those that one, don't know, do explain. Tell us your anecdote. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, I fucked him. Hey! <laughs> I fucked Paul Shane on Pebble Mill at one in the eighties. I was an adolescent at the time, but I was, it was, it was a scout. It, it was very much towards the end of that show. <laughs> <laughs> Did he give you a badge? <laughs> yeah. I, I fucked Heidi fucking high. <laughs> 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 if you don't know it just google Paul, Paul Shane on Pebble Mill at one and it'll be the best thing you've seen probably ever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay that brings us to the end I think um, uh, for this episode and indeed this season we'll be back in 2019 and if you have a moment to review and comment then please do but whatever you do remember this and remember it well when you look at the television to look at the one show the one show also looks back into you. (gasps) Goodbye. Hello. Rule of Three is the podcast where funny people talk about funny stuff that they love. And this week, we've got a couple of Christmas specials, which means we've put sort of baubles on it. So we'll be talking about Morecambe and Wise's rating-smashing 1977 Christmas special, and we'll also be talking about A Charlie Brown Christmas. Rule of Three. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.